Should so, we just read it? Yeah. So, Q, in the house, tell me if I'm wrong. You have Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and approximately 11 girls. Yes. Somewhere between 11 and 12. That's a lot of girls, by That's the way. That's a lot of girls. Can you describe the 11 to 12 girls to your memory? In my recollection, various of ages. That is what it says. They could have been from as young as 14, 15 to 18, maybe 19. Very girlish. Once inside the house, what happens next? I showed Ghislaine and Jeffrey into the living room, and Ghislaine was the one that instructed the girls, pointing that they needed to come to the living room. What happens next? It was getting very prerogative. What? I don't know, but it says in the little uh, brackets, sick. Provocative is what I think he means. Yeah, but he definitely says prerogative. Yeah, which straight up I understand. Um, Nothing I would want my children to see. Okay. The girls were grinding on each other, lifting up their tops. It was very inappropriate. What did you see next? From what I knew, Jeffrey was with Ghislaine, and now I have all these girls acting very inappropriate. (laughs) When the girls are kissing either Jeff or other girls, where was Ghislaine Maxwell? Sitting right next to Jeffrey. Is there something you remember vividly? I did pull the nanny aside, and I was really, my wife and I were dumbfounded, profound of the situation. And she mentioned this was an occurrence that had happened before, and they called it the kissing game. So, I mean, this is pretty big. I mean, this is a this is a, basically what sounds like a description of a pre-orgy scene with Jeffrey Epstein, Glenn Maxwell, and a 11 to 12 young girls, which yeah. some as young as he identifies 14, uh, the oldest of which would be 18 or 19, he thinks. Um, I mean, that's... Yeah, happening in Glenn and Eva Dubin's living room. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's, it's, it's very like what the fuck is going like I, I'm just like I'm a little I mean something that we've because we, we've read a lot of the testimony from people from this uh, civil case before and something that struck me about like listen his previous testimony about that we had read about the the like young girl that was crying without her passport mm-hmm. like I understand that you work for like the Dubins or whatever and they like probably pay you decently although I feel like it's not like you're getting paid like an insane amount of money um, you know, one thing in there, it's like, how are you not like, holy fuck, like if a fucking 15 year old girl came to my work and was like, well, I'm not talking about the pocket, you know, any job I've ever had and was like, <laughs> the, I lost my podcast, or no, I lost my podcast, I lost my passport and like, you know, like I, I was on this island and I don't know what's happening or whatever. I'd be like, and you're not related to these, like you're been kidnapped. Right. That's let's call the think. police. Yeah. Let's call immediately call the police. <laughs> these people took your fucking passport. But he was paid not to call the police. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another, um, there's another little bit of testimony from uh, Alfredo Rodriguez, the uh, now deceased Epstein former butler who had tried to hawk the black book to, uh, I believe, Virginia's legal team and was arrested and did more time than Epstein did uh, for that that act. Uh, he talks about how Ghislaine at one point threatened him mm-hmm. to never tell anybody about what he had he had seen or, you know, if he was trying to get another job or anything like that. To like, it would be very bad for him if he, he mentioned uh, yeah. stuff that he had seen go down to the house. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein.